Where'd you go? I'm right here. Oh, there you are. Hey everybody, welcome back to a very special episode of Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. Today we're going to be in the in light in honor of the Oscars. No one's going to get slapped this time around. <laughs> but we are going to be giving out um, some awards for books that we read in 2021. Yes. Um, I think Lindsay. You, you called it like the Golden Bookmark Award. The Golden or something. Bookmark, something, yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be better than the Oscars. That's all I'm saying. Again, nobody's going to get slapped. <gasps> no. I didn't, I didn't watch them. Um, my mom had them on, and then I was doing something, and I had gotten on Twitter, and oh, Twitter yeah. was like blowing up, and I was like, what now? And so I rewound, like, to see it and at first I was like that was part of the show right no (laughs) no 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 yeah I was we had gone to dinner and while we were there we were looking at like best and worst dress red carpet stuff and then get home get ready for bed scroll through Instagram and I was like Will Will Smith like Will Smith Will Smith yeah (laughs) Chris Rock yeah I was like Oh, it's got to be like a skit. They're both like comedian. No. Yeah, no. And I didn't, I think that because for American audiences, it was on a delay, but I guess for net, like international oh, yeah. broadcast, it wasn't. So I yeah. saw the, the Japanese TV Me version too. Me too. Where, the, where the woman was like translating it in Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Like, oh. Yeah, because when I rewound it to play it, as soon as it happened, it went silent across everything, so you couldn't hear him yelling or anything like that. So, like you said, it was a delay, but the first time I saw it was on Twitter, and it was the Japanese television. I was like, oh, yeah, this isn't a skit. Because I guess um, Australian TV didn't didn't censor it either, just played it through, so I was like, oop. Yeah. But ours is going to be better. I loved all of some of the celebrity reactions because some of them afterwards were like, oh, I understand, or, oh, that's not, I was in theater. And then somebody was like, why didn't Drake just post a picture of Will Smith dressed as the genie? Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was, I don't think we've ever seen anything like that before. That was wild. Yeah, that's a, people are going to be talking about it for a while, probably up until next mm-hmm. year's. But with ours, um, <laughs> changes the subject, uh, Lindsay and I are going to give out awards for the books that we each read um, last year in 2021. We haven't really done, I don't think we've talked a lot about the books that we read because we were kind of saving it for award season to make it more fun. Um, and we each did like our separate list. Um, some of them might go together and yeah. So, I had a hard time not picking books that I have read in 2022, just mm-hmm. because time time is meaningless at this point. Oh, no, I literally had to sit. <laughs> and at I my couldn't list. remember. Yeah, couldn't remember what I had read. One, and I was just like, uh. like there was one. Yeah, like Mexican Gothic. I was getting ready to put down for one, and then I was like, oh, I read that in 2020. <laughs> Did you really? 
yeah, I read it um, when you were coming up to visit. I was still living with my parents and you were coming up to visit for my birthday. during our podcast though no i had already read mexican gothic i read it in 2020 <laughs> okay, see, see why this was so difficult to come up with? <laughs> I swear to god because i had bought mexican gothic um another book whose name i can't remember and then one of the worst books i have ever read bad girls don't die which i read in 2021 and then like I had yeah because yeah. we definitely talked about Mexican gothic though yeah we talked about Mexican gothic during um because I just re-listened to that episode we talked about it when it was about like books that everyone seemed to love but you didn't or the other way around it was something like that and somebody said Mexican gothic because they thought it was like they guessed they figured out the plot. They knew what was going on. It was so predictable. And somebody was like, you figured out that there was a giant fungus attached to everything. Oh my God. Lindsay, I, I, I could swear to you that you read that while we were recording this podcast. Nope. That is where my life is right nope. now. Nope. <laughs> okay. Because anyway. I was like, oh, that's going to be your prettiest cover. Nope. I think you'll be, yeah, I think, nope. <laughs> it's still nope Tiffany you're wrong <laughs> so you just like threw me for loop because I when I went back into 2021 I also had to do that because you know what my first book was in 2021 hmm. The Need yeah see that was that's when I had oh no you're gone the need, yeah, I read the need. Um, uh, the revisioners was the first one that I read in 2021, and that was one you had given me. Yeah, yeah no, it all, it all melded together. <laughs> okay, that's so. It just seems like so long ago. When I saw the need on my list, I was like, I feel like that should have been 2020. Yeah, no. Okay. That's what I'm telling you, like, 2021 was somehow 20 years ago and yesterday. Like, Yeah. Okay. Well, but, yeah, so then let's get started. Do you want to get into it, it? The first award? Yeah, we're doing, we're doing best book for last, right? Yeah. So the, these are the, the gold golden bookmark awards. Yes. Okay. So for our first category is best main character. And I have a tie. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So I have Eliza from Daughter of Fortune. Mm-hmm. And I have Amat from Beartown. Oh, okay. Yes. I, was, I think I, was, I think I like the Beartown one better, mm-hmm. but okay. Oh, no, you're frozen again. So are you. Okay. <laughs> I'm so scared this one's not going to record. <laughs> what a disaster. What a disaster. <sighs> okay, we're going to get through this one. Maybe we need somebody to slap somebody. <laughs> I, I need to slap this internet. I don't know. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think Amat was like, I felt like he was just, I felt like he was one. He was a, like a well-written teenager. Like he yeah. felt realistic. And two, um, as we'll see in another category further down, um, I felt like he, he kind of was like the shining star of the book for me. Yeah. And then Eliza, I felt like she was just. A well-written character I liked her story arc I felt mm-hmm. like she grew a lot I felt like she had a good ending yeah she she was one of those characters that you were rooting for her the whole time and you wanted to know what happened to her and what her life was like and like you said you saw her growth when she realized she didn't need a man and it didn't really matter I think with um Beartown I think when you first are introduced to that character you don't realize how much of a main character and how important he's actually going to be. Mm-hmm. Which I liked a lot as well. So, yeah, he was that, he was a great character. So... And it's, I just liked how, like, you know, he, he, like, he put his heart and his soul into everything oh, that he did. Yeah. And... Oh, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Um, my best main character is Star Carter from The Hate You Give. Um, With her, this is a girl that, um, she lives in a black community, but goes to school in a very preppy white school. Um, She's one of the only black people there. She witnesses her friend getting murdered by a police officer and he's unarmed. And so she's dealing with this aftermath and trying to figure out where she belongs in all of this and at first, she doesn't even tell anybody that she's the witness. Like, they know that there was a witness to it. She keeps it to herself. She kind of hears what the white kids are saying at school about it. Well, he was a drug dealer. He was this or he was that. Um, and she has her her black friend saying, like, you need to step up. You need to say something. This is important. You need to protest. So she's going through the struggle of, like, what the best decision for her is. Um, and in the end, she ends up you know, fighting for what she really believes in and does is no longer an anonymous witness, steps up and says, this is what I saw, this is everything I saw, and whether the outcome of the trial or whatever is in her favor or not, she still did what she truly believed. So I thought she was a great character. Nice. I, I have still yet to, yeah. That was when you had read and I had not. Yeah, and I still haven't seen the movie yet, but I know it's on, it's either on Hulu or Netflix. So, but yeah. I mean, with any streaming service, you can find, like, every movie ever made, so. Yes, exactly. Um, All right. That's our second category is best side character or best non-main character. So I'll let you tell us yours Okay. So I will say this was a hard one for me to think of. I was trying to think of all the side characters um, and all the books I read, and I was like, I don't know if there was a good one. And then it hit me, and I picked Anna from Beartown. Oh, nice. I really liked her. I thought that she actually had a lot of growth in her character. Like, I thought she was kind of annoying at first, like, just staying over... I can't think of the girl's name now, the main girl, but like just mooching off of her. But then you kind of found her story and how important she was. And I don't know. She just, I thought she was a really good friend in the end. So I thought she was a great side character. She was. Cause she, she reminded me of, um, 
um, um, I had two friends in high school and they, they had a very similar relationship where mm-hmm. the one girl, like it, everyone was kind of just like, you know, like, oh my God, you're there all the time. Like you can't hang out with this girl without yeah. you know, being there basically. And, but then looking back on it now as an adult, it was just like, no, they probably just had a very strong friendship and there was probably yeah. more going on than, yeah, we, were, you know, yeah. than we knew. And Another side character that I thought could easily, but to me, he's a main character, was Benji. But, oh, I love Benji. Yeah, he's my favorite character forever, but I think he could be more of a main character. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, nice. Yeah. All right. So mine was, this one I kind of struggled with, too, till I listened to our Great Expectations episode. And I was going hard for Miss Havisham. That is true. That is true. <laughs> and I was thinking, and I was like, you know what? She still is my favorite side character because <laughs> she was so crazy and, like, just wild and had such a good story that should have been told. And so I picked yeah. Miss Havisham. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, you. that was the only thing you liked from that book, so. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. That is just, so funny. Just like the, the Miss Havisham being like, Miss Havisham, you wanted me and Estella to be together. She was like, what would you want? <laughs> Get out of my face. You're paying for this, aren't you? No. No. Oh, that's so funny. And it told me that she was pretty much like 30 years old when the book started and was like, I'm dying of broken (laughs) woman. I like that one. Okay. So this category I referenced earlier and I put best hero. And my best hero was Amat from Bear Town. Another because he and again, spoiler alert, and we're gonna discuss again special Bear Town yeah. episode. Yeah. But for me, what really sealed it was he was the only witness to the rape that occurred. And he stood up in the end and said what he saw and changed everyone's mind about what happened and really, really kind of changed the town's thoughts and ideas of what was going on. And really, I think um, he, it was such a, such a moment of like doing the right thing, even when everyone's against you. Yeah. He was in a really tough position because a lot of the hockey players wanted him to be quiet because this had to deal with their star player and they were going into the playoffs in this championship and um, they didn't want him to say anything and he knew what the right thing to do was. I think what I liked with that is that you just saw the struggle that he went through and I was just so relieved when he did the right thing. Like it made my heart so happy. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> there yeah. is good. And I think for me, that's a, a, another thing that I really like how the book was written was like, you're reading it and it doesn't say exactly like word for word what he said, but it just talks about how everyone in, in the I hope this internet comes through. I did not hear any of that, but that's all right. That's fine. You know, maybe we'll be recording this again tomorrow. So. <laughs> he might be. Um, no, yeah, he, I, that was a good one. That was a great, 
character. I struggled in my pick for best hero because I had seen your list, so I, I didn't want to copy everything, even though I agreed with all of yours, especially with books that we had read. So I was like, I'm going to try to, like, go through mine and see. And but, uh, best hero was hard, and then I kind of thought about it, and I chose Rob Stark from A Clash of Kings. Because nice. this, because this is this is when he's stepping up um, in the first book. Again, spoiler alert, if you haven't read A Game of Thrones, um, his dad is murdered in Shoulder. the first book. So he has to step up, take his place, and he can't even stay at Winterfell. He has to go fight now. He's going to have to fight the Lannisters. He's the one that basically has to take charge and figure out how to do all this. So I thought he was the, – because I was like, there's got to be a hero in A Clash of Kings, right? Like, there's got to be one. And so I was trying to think about each of their storylines, and I was like, oh, yeah, I would say his was. Later on, it will probably be Arya, but <laughs> – But, yeah, that was We don't my... know. The books are never going to be done. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was my hero of 2021 that's a good one yeah I guess I forgot that you had like re-read like read that too <laughs> yeah because I started it I think I started it at the end of 2020 but I didn't finish it until because I remember reading it the week of the freeze because I was yeah. home all week so I was like that happened in 2021 right <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> yeah. Oh God, the freeze was twenty twenty one. I know. I don't even know what time is anymore. Exactly. Okay. All right. So that was best hero, and going along with that, we have best villain. This was a fun one for me. This was pretty. This was pretty fun. Yeah. As well. And I think I, I actually, I had one person, and then I realized, oh yeah, I read this in twenty twenty one, and he was also a fantastic villain. So I made them a tie. <laughs> okay. So the first one is Grandpa Herman from Rapture of Canaan. Yes. Because okay. I think, I think I haven't listened to that episode, but I just remember being like, so angry at all of the like hypocrisy and mm -hmm. damage that he was doing to this group of people. And yeah. really just really not having any sympathy for him, even at the end when he was like sick and dying. Um, yeah. And for anybody that wants to know, Rapture of Canaan was our very first book for Oprah's Book Club. Yes. <laughs> that was the very first one. Um, and the second one, I remember today, I had read The Shining Girls. Oh. And Harper. He, I mean, I was a time traveling, but just remembering how, like, he would essentially stalk his victims through time. So he yeah. first met Kirby, the main character, when she was a little girl. Mm -hmm. And then was just like, don't worry, I'll be back for you. So it was just, like, very sinister, very disturbing. Yeah. Um, so those are my picks. They're making Shining Girls into a, a miniseries, I think. Yeah, I thought. I'm not totally on board with the casting. Yeah, I but I I'll think see. I think it was on that list like it was about a month ago now that I mentioned like some books that were becoming movies that we should be like getting excited about or whatever. Is she the she's the one that wrote Broken Broken Monsters, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Lucas, yeah. Yeah. 
So my best villain of 2021 is Francis Dollarhide from Red Dragon. Oh, that's a good one too. That, I was so I was like, oh thank God I read this in 2021. He that one, Red Dragon, I think is one of the like probably one of the scariest books I've read where I just like yeah. kept like putting the book down and being like, oh my God, somebody's in my closet, even though I had been in my room yeah. all day. <laughs> like and you know just, what was in my closet. And just the way he would like one of the images that I see every time I think about this book is how he killed that reporter. Like set him oh, on the fire. In wheelchair? Yes. Like that's Horrifying. insane to me. Insane. Horrifying. Horrifying. Can yeah. you imagine you're walking like up a hill, you're like <gasps> struggling to breathe, walking up a hill, and you just see someone flaming in a wheelchair flying down this I can't. Yeah. Crazy. So I have obviously Silence of the Lambs on my list. Um, if I can get to it this year, then we might know who the best villain of 2022 is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it at that. If you read that book, I'm just going to be doing so many impressions of Buffalo Bill <laughs> from the movie. Yeah, I remember, um, I think I was in college the first time I saw the movie. And I was like, oh, this is scary. Again, I don't do scary. So it was like, yeah, but it was, I mean, it was good, though. It's it. good. Yeah. Very well done. Yeah. Alrighty. The best villain was a fun one. Now that I'm thinking about it, you could have... Was Joffrey still alive in Clash of Kings? Oh, yeah. He could have easily been it. I, I can never remember. I don't know the timeline. Like, yeah. all those books melt together at this point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, because I'm going to be reading the third book this year, and I think that's The Red Wedding, because I'm not to The Red Wedding yet. Okay. And I think Joffrey dies after The Red Wedding. I think so. So I don't know if it all happens in that one book, though. Girl, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna have to reread an entire like Wikipedia. Um, yeah. That. Um, so. But yeah, so that was best villain. Mm-hmm. Our okay. next category is best ensemble. So which, which book did you think had the best set of characters? Okay, so my first like easy pick was Joy Luck Club. Because mm-hmm. you had the, the four mothers and the four daughters, and you got to hear all of their stories. And you got to see how the daughters were raised, where they, why they were raised the way they were, because you got to hear the mother's stories. Um, and it was just a good cast of characters. There wasn't, like, there wasn't, like, plot twists or villains or anything in this book. It was just a nice, like, wholesome story about family. Um, so I definitely thought that they were... Um, but after I chose best hero as Rob Stark I was like best ensemble could easily be a clash of kings just because there's so many characters but they're not really the best yeah (laughs) and they don't all like it's a clash they all clash so they're not really a great ensemble so I would definitely say Joy Luck Club was my best ensemble nice I think you gave that one five stars too didn't you yeah I really liked that one yeah um well I tried to think of a book that had a very grand cast of characters. Okay. And I went with Anna Karenina. Yes. I felt like even though that book isn't her, her she is the title. Uh, it was plenty about all the other characters as well and yeah. how they all meshed together. Yeah. And I think you even mentioned when we broke it up in parts, like I think those first two parts, we talked about how we didn't even get much of Anna's character early yeah, on. She, she didn't, yeah, she didn't show up till 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Part part two or something? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Just that one. Maybe, Maybe think of, because we could talk about this at the end, but I'm almost done with Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And the whole chapter with, uh, was the name Rex Norris, where he's he's Vronsky and she's Anna. And I was like, I understand this reference. I know. I was so excited when I told you. I was like, she even plays Anna Karenina. She she also played Joe in Little Women. And I was like, oh, I love Little Women. Yeah. It was, uh, oh, I cannot wait to hear your stuff on that. I almost want to grab it and reread it and just enjoy it again. Oh, it was so good. So we've got Joy Luck Club and Anna Karenina for Best Ensembles. like it. Our next category is Best Plot Twist. Okay. So, again, I had to go through my list to think of, like, what books I read this year that or last year that had a plot twist. And I picked Verity by Colleen Hoover. Um, when I was first told about Verity, which was probably two years ago, I couldn't find the book anywhere. There was not a lot on Colleen Hoover. Like, I couldn't find anything. That author has blown up. She has. She's everywhere. Her books are everywhere. I don't even think Verity's her most popular anymore. Um, But what I can tell you about Verity is that I could not put the book down. I wanted to keep reading. I needed to know what happened. There are trigger warnings for her books, so please read them. If you have any sort of things that might trigger you, please read them because they are intense. I did not know there was trigger warnings, and there was some pretty intense scenes that you just, like, are very tense at. But very, if you need, if you want to get back into, like, reading and you're in a reading slump, to me, this would be the book to do it. It's so fast-paced, and there is a plot twist, which is the whole point of this. The whole point. <laughs> I forgot what category we were on for a second. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, what are you telling me? I don't even know what this award is for. Yeah. Where so, am I? Interesting. I remember when you had read that, and you were like, you know, oh, the plot twist, and then you were just like, yeah, it's kind of weird, too. <laughs> yes, because I think it's one of those... That if somebody else reads it, you might interpret something different. Because I remember I recently saw a TikTok where somebody had was talking about it, and somebody in the comments was like, "Are you t- are you team book or are you team letter?" And I was like, <laughs> "I don't know what that means," but there were like nine hundred comments replies to this one, so yeah. it's obviously something. Yes, it is definitely something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I believe this is one of my last very last books of 2021 but my best plot twist goes to i'm thinking of ending things by ian reed and you can't tell me what that plot twist is i can't because i know you're gonna read it at some point i do like that Um, though like that there's a plot twist (laughs) it was one of those things where where as you're reading it you're just like i have no i have no idea where this book is going yeah. And then when I realized what it was doing, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And it, there's like so much. And then it, it makes me want to reread it to like pick up on all of the smaller, smaller things that I kind of like when I first read it was just like, that's weird. That's weird. That's really weird. And now knowing it, like, 
oh, that's like, for example, like that's why there were no mirrors in the bathroom. That's why they were not like catching on to it. Yeah, interesting. So I like that. Yes, I'm thinking of ending things. I think I got you guys that one for Christmas. Yes, it is on our list. Okay. All right. Our next category is best opening line. Okay. So this one was hard for me too because I'm not one of those people, and I know we've talked about this, that I like pay attention to the opening or the closing of lines. So I had to like grab books off my shelf and like <laughs> read through them. Um, and I saw your best and your your best opening and your best clothes, clothing, closing, clothing, clothing. Mm-hmm. I do have best clothing. I know. <clears throat> but when I was going through my books, um, I picked up Ali Wong's Dear Girls and I mm-hmm. turned it to the first page. And so she's my best opening because she says, Dear Girls, I have a secret that I never wanted anyone to know. And no, it's not that I once slept with a homeless man. Everybody already knows about that one, about that. Let me explain. And I just think that that's a great way <laughs> to... That's a good hook. That's a good hook, a good start to a letter to your daughters. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Allie, you can have you can have the uh, opening. Because if it's like, oh, I'm sorry, that's that's not a secret then what is it <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> when she's like everybody knows that you're like wait what exactly so i i thought that was a great opening and it's a good book to listen to on audio because she reads it she reads it yeah um i've heard nothing but good like i keep seeing that on like books you should read yeah women empowerment books um well, in keeping with a theme here, I think my best, I was trying to think of like, like opening lines that just like stick in my head or that like really caught me on a book. And it's one that I actually sent a picture of to you mm-hmm. to say, this is how this book started. And that was Beartown. Yes. Da-da-da-da. But that is late one evening. Towards the end of March, a teenager picked up a double-barreled shotgun, walked into the forest, put the gun to someone else's forehead, and pulled the trigger. So this is this is the first chapter. The first chapter is two paragraphs. That's mm-hmm. the first one, the first sentence, and then yeah. the next one after that is this is the story of how we got there. And that's oh. the first chapter. That's oh. the first page. And I was hooked ever. I was hooked it's at that point. Such a good hook. Yes. If you pick books based on the first line, you would choose that one every time. Yes. Every time. Because then, too, in the book where you start to get closer and closer to that point, oh. and you see her, start, and you're like, oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, okay. When you it's start happening. To, it's happening. When you start to realize who is the person with the shotgun and mm-hmm. who the person is with the forehead to the shotgun, yeah. your body starts getting tense. You start freaking out because you're like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. That was okay. Yeah. yeah, I know. I had that one too, but I knew you were. Ha- I knew you had it. So yeah, it's... I was like, I was like, let me see if I can find one, and so I did. So, and we had best hero and villains. So we have best opening and best closing line, and mine comes from Daughter of Fortune. And the last line is, "I'm free." She replied, holding tightly to Dao's hand, and I felt like that just really 
summed up Eliza's whole character. Like it was her free from Joaquin, free from like yeah. she was free to be herself and to do what she wanted. And I just felt like, like it it really like captured that whole scene, that whole moment, the whole book very well. Yeah, I also put that one, but let me tell you why, because that is a great closing. But when I again I was going through books, I picked up um, the hate you give and I turn it thinking this is the last line and it says and to every kid in Georgetown and in all the gardens of the world your voices matter your dreams matter your lives matter be the roses that grow in the concrete and I was like that is a great closing that is beautiful um but it's from her acknowledgments <laughs> so what do you think that is not the closing line of the it's hate. So you give. It's still it's great. So, it's so great. It's a great closing. Maybe we can make a special category <laughs> called best acknowledgement. Yeah. I read it and then I was like, oh, this is great. I'm putting this. And then something made me like, oh, because I was going to write it down. And then I flipped back and I was like, oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> so, <laughs> I am also going to go with Daughter of Fortune by Isabel Allende. Because <laughs> it is a great one, because it's also when she, this is right after she's looking into the jar. Yes. That has the head in it. And you don't know, the question before is, was it him? And her answer is, I am free. Yeah, her like, answer is, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm done running after him. Yeah. Whether he's dead or alive. Yeah, if it is him, I'm free. And if it's not him, I'm free. So I agree with you. It was a great closing line. Yeah. It was her I think it was her finally realizing like I have a life to live. Yeah, I don't need a him. I'm not spending it doing this. Yeah. Um, Loved it. Yes. All right. We have prettiest cover or best cover. Yes. And for some reason, I was like, oh, I'm going to surprise Tiffany with my choice. And then I forgot that I had sent you <laughs> what I put. So you already know what I put. Surprise! But the good thing about best cover is it doesn't have to be a book I read because I can just look at covers. And I actually chose your edition of Joy Luck Club because I thought they're the ones, um, is it? Penguin or Random House that's doing the... I, th I think it's Penguin um, Cap something. They're doing all of the, like, each letter of the alphabet, and it's just, like, very, like, ornate, and I thought it was mm -hmm. just, like, simple and beautiful, and, you know, if you were able to get, like, that entire collection of those covers, I think it would be very pretty to have. Yeah, and <clears throat> I like that, so they do it based on the last name of the author so for joy luck club it's amy tan so it was a t on this purple cover which i thought was fitting since my name is tiffany so i also loved that <laughs> um but i remember when um i showed it to you and like you were so excited about it because i was like yeah it's all 26. Yeah, i know i went i went online and i looked at all of them mm -hmm. so if there's like a classic that you've always wanted and if they have it like that, you should definitely get yeah. that. Um, my prettiest cover, and I don't think I've talked a lot about this book that I read in 2021. I think I talked about it while I was reading it because I felt like it took me forever to read, but um, is Circe by Madeline Miller. 
Yes, that was like a over the summer book for you. Yeah, and I just like the black and the gold. Um, just very simple, but very pretty. It sticks out. You know what book it is as soon as you see it. Um, so yeah, that was my prettiest cover of. That is a pretty one too. I'll give you. Yeah. That. So that was. See, that's why I thought um, Mexican Gothic for you, but apparently you didn't read it last year. Apparently, I, I almost was just like I'm combining 2020 and 2020. <laughs> At this point, I think it's okay if you do. I don't have a problem with it. All right, that brings us to best book and we have the same best book we do and i bet you all could guess it because the amount of times that we have talked about it it's great expectation no <laughs> surprise <laughs> it's bear town by frederick bachman we won't go into too much detail but because we're like, obviously yeah. again yeah. a very special episode on it yeah but... it gets a it gets a special episode for being the best book of 2021 yes so, so i think that was just that was one of like one of the first books i had read in a long time where i just like wanted to really keep reading mm-hmm. and uh, just like aside from the story just really liked how things were written from different perspectives and like I think if I had to go write a paper on it in like English class like I wouldn't be mad because I enjoyed the story and the writing so much yeah I would definitely it'd be one of those books that I could easily definitely reread um I'll probably listen to it on audio before we do our episode just so I can remember some certain things that we want to talk about um but it was the last book I read in 2021, and I was reading it alongside Great Expectations. So I was trying to finish that one before the end of 2021, and I made sure to save like 30 pages of it so that when I finished Great Expectations, that was not going to be my last book of the year. <laughs> and I finished with Bear Town being my last book of the year because I knew it was going to be my favorite book. I think when I think I feel like with some of the books that I've read. You, you know early on that that book is going to be something special. Yes. I felt the same way in 2020 when I read Where the Crawdads Sing. It did not take me long into that book to realize this is probably going to be one of the best books I've read and is one of the best books i read. So I felt the same way. And I think I bought it for you not knowing much about it, but I had heard good things about it. Mm-hmm. And then to see your reaction for it once, because I know we have talked where we don't always like the same books. So to have you like that book and then I finally get to read it and I loved it. Yes. You know, Becca loved it. So I was I was worried that I had like hyped this book up too much. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't going to be like good or enjoyable. Yeah. So that's how I felt when I told you to read Where the Crawdads Sing. I was like, ooh, <laughs> she might not. But. Which I told, I told my mom, because when we were on vacation, I was like, you got, you're going to have time to like sit and read. Mm -hmm. You should read this book. Like you can borrow my Kindle and stuff Mm -hmm. because I have it on there. And she's like, oh yeah. But I think my sister already, like my sister has a copy of it too. Oh, okay. Just just that one, but. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that is our Golden Bookmark Awards. Um, 
next week is our discussion on what looks like crazy on an ordinary day. Did you get the book? So this is what happened. Oh, no. So remember last week I said it's going to be approximately two weeks for the e-copy, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought that there wasn't any physical copies available, but I don't think there was any physical copies available with my library, but there was some at different libraries. So I put the book on hold and the physical copy, and it also said I was one in line. And on Friday, it said, your physical copy is ready for pickup and your ebook is ready for download. <laughs> so they were both ready on Friday. So I went ahead and went to pick up the physical copy because I knew that since they, they had to go out of their way to get that book, I felt bad. And yeah. it's easy to just say, cancel hold on an ebook. So I was able to pick it up. I started reading it today. I'm not very far in it. Um, but yeah, so I did start reading that. So I will be ready for our discussion next week. Very good. I'm excited. I'm excited for this discussion. Yeah, me too. Sorry, my eye just got really bad. Um, and then just in some other quick news that happened this past week, just because next week is not a check-in. Um, the trailer for Where the Crowd Had Sings came out. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. It comes out in July. Um, so I might do a reread. I'm hoping. I don't know. But yeah. I'm so excited for that. Um, but yeah, I think that's the other thing. And then I finished reading the selection. But I can talk more about that on our first check-in. I um, it, I have only, I'm a good chunk of way through Seven Husbands. It's like 12 hours long, I think. And I've only got a little over two and a half hours left. Mm-hmm. So I'm just at the part where... Um, I'm at Max Gerard's uh, chapter. Okay. The French filmmaker. Okay. Yeah. Um, his chapter. Um, I'm finishing that, and then I'm like literally like an hour into my trip down to Austin. The library texted me, "Hey, your History of Wild Places, I think that's what it's called, but book mm-hmm. is available at the library." And I was like, "You couldn't have couldn't have told me this before I left. Oh my You're god, it with me." Um. So I'm going to go pick that up tomorrow. Do you remember when that happened? When I bought those 4th of July shirts? Yeah. And they got delivered like two hours after I was on the road to Austin. <laughs> yeah. I wore that shirt this weekend. Everyone was like, what's your shirt say? A hot dog. And I was like, don't worry about it. What does that mean? Whatever. Yeah. So, um, well, that was fun. It made me yeah. rethink about books that I read. Because like you said, I don't know what year it is anymore. I don't know what books I read. Like, I, I was I think, literally I shocked. I think next year's, yeah. I think next year's episode will be good because I've been keeping better track of yeah what I'm doing. So. And I've already read some, like, really good books this year. And I have mm-hmm. plans to read some other really good books this year. And we're going to be starting a new celebrity book club this year. Yes, so, almost done with Oprah. Yeah, so um, I have a feeling that the Golden Bookmark Awards will be better next year. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it it baffled me that the need we read in 2021, which meant I was, that was the last book of book club. Mm-mm. Becoming by Michelle Obama was the last book of book club. Oh, you know what? I didn't read it because I had already read it. I had just read, read it. it. I had read it at the end of 2020. Mm-hmm. And that's why I didn't read it. 
and I was like having issues with my Twitter, and that's why I couldn't participate in the discussion. <laughs> so was that one right after the need? Yeah. Okay. No, we had didn't we have one about a whale? That had to have been in 2020. Was that 2020? Because that one was not. There was one about a whale, and then there was one about the girl. She worked for the the police as a diver. Yeah, those were in um, books I read in 20. Yeah, because we read In the Heart of the Sea by Nathaniel Philbrook, which is the that whale. Was the, the whaling ship one. Then we read Jar of Hearts by Jennifer Hillier. That's right. And then The Girl Beneath the Sea. So those were the last three of 2020. That's right. Okay. But doesn't that seem like... <laughs> a girl, I don't even know anymore. Yeah, exactly. That was... So. Um, okay, well, I hope you enjoyed our books of 2021. We did. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Reading with Celebs, Twitter at Reading W Celebs. Um, please go give us a like, a follow, all of those things. I think we are our four or five followers from 800 on Instagram. Um, do all those fun things. And we will see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye.